It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Good morning, Alexis. Good morning, Melissa. I'm kind of enjoying that we've been doing this over Zoom a few times because you like are in a really new place every time. And <laughs> I'm I'm sitting in the heat and you're sitting in a ski cap outside looking like you're miserable and freezing. What's going on? I'm not miserable. I have a blanket right here. <laughs> you can't see down there. I have my coffee. And I have a really cozy Patagonia. Aren't you jealous? You're going to walk outside on fire. <laughs> I am so jealous. Gosh. Well, it looks amazing. So apologies for the weird sound quality. But you know what? We got to get an episode in. So here we are showing up. Showing up. I also have my chipmunk friends here this morning again. <laughs> we talked about last time. They just sit on the log and stare at me. It's like the funniest thing. Oh, well. They're joining in. They want to listen in to, to our podcast today. <laughs> Are you bringing any animal friends home with you? We've tried to catch a few chipmunks, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. You have your hands full. So, well, okay. I have a new thing that we're starting. I haven't told you yet. Oh, okay. What are we okay, starting? So every month I'm going to recap and maybe we'll switch off the top stunts and activations of that month prior in the marketing world. So like quick, just recap of like the things, the good and the bad that happened in the month. Oh my God. I hope you talk about this one I just read yesterday and it's with your favorite man. Oh, I don't think so. So you're going to have to bring that up. Okay. 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 So the first one, Alexis, Dole, like the fruit and juice company that we're so familiar with, they pulled off a really risky stunt that has garnered a ton of media attention. And all of the sense I'm talking about happened in July, 2022, okay? Okay. So in early July, the company wrote an open letter directly to Pope Francis, like the head of the Catholic church. Okay. In case you didn't know, <laughs> to make forbidden fruit no longer forbidden, claiming that no fruit should be forbidden. Okay. <laughs> I love it. How- How amazing and risky is that? That's crazy. What even is the forbidden fruit? Well, like in the Bible, remember when Adam? No, I mean, I remember what that they talk about forbidden fruit, but is there like a specific kind of fruit, like a banana or an apple? Is that why Joel is like a strike? (laughs) No, that's so funny that you asked that. No, but like the apple is the thing, but Joel, Joel wants to wants to vindicate the fruit. They're like, no, fruit fruit is a healthy choice. Why would we make it the bad guy in the Bible? So this open letter they wrote seeks to exonerate Adam for getting in major trouble like some 4,000 years ago for biting into that apple. And this campaign hopes to remove the association of the original sin with the original snack. Makes sense to me. 
world, everyone's trying to remove a lot, but you know, I didn't think they were going to try to remove the forbidden fruit from the Bible. Well, this appeal asks the Pope to reverse what it calls the world's biggest PR disaster that fruit has ever faced, which is kind of true. (laughs) And it even like made some edits to the Bible in the letter, replacing the word fruit with sins that are like far more worse for you, like alcohol and tobacco. That's kind of appropriate. It's genius. The whole thing is so perfectly suited for Dole, but holy risk, like associating yourself with the Catholic church. And you and I can say this because we are, we're recovering Catholics. Yeah, we are recovering (laughs) Catholics. I like it. We have all the guilt. We have all the guilt. But I love this. And like, really, Dole says this stunt is an attempt to further its message. Like they want to start a global narrative that focuses on the health benefits and like really creates new, healthier eating habits that are consistent with like their purpose to bring good nutrition to all. And they actually said, okay, fine, Pope, if you won't agree to like rewrite the Bible, then we will just, we'll just accept a message of support about the absolution of the fruit from the Vatican. So did they get the the message? Not yet. Not yet. We're waiting. We're anxiously and eagerly waiting a comment from the Pope. So I mean, what else does the Pope have to do, but write Dole back? Come on. Hurry up. Right. Nothing. Not much. Okay. The next one, Subway is back in the spotlight with a little PR stunt of their own. And we know that Subway has not been in the spotlight for great reasons in the past decade or so. Yeah. But they're trying. So on July 21st, Subway announced a new contest where nine super Subway fans can get a Subway tattoo in order to get free sandwiches for life. Oh my gosh. I should ask Caden if he wants to do that. He's obsessed with Subway. But he hates tattoos, so I don't think you do it. I don't think your eight-year-old son is game for this contest, but maybe. Okay, so I think it's an interesting premise the way I described it. But there are a lot of rules and just weird nuances to this that make it funky and weird. So first off, this stunt is part of like a block party that Subway is throwing in Las Vegas at a tattoo parlor called the Bad Apple Tattoo. So first of all, like I'm confused. Why why is Subway having a block party in Vegas and why are they doing it at a tattoo parlor? Like I don't get it. I don't get it. And they're doing it to celebrate their new menu. Hmm. I just Seems I'm missing like the connection. Really, I'm really missing the connection as well. Yeah. I just yeah. don't understand like, you know, tattoos. I don't want to say they're not sanitary, but it just doesn't really go with food. It's weird. But during the event, then nine super fans can opt to get a real tattoo. And Subway has designed the tattoo that they have to get. It's with some famous tattoo artist. Apparently, he's a really big deal. They can't get any tattoo. Like I said, they have to get this tattoo. And it's the tattoo is weird. Like they have to get this specific baseball jersey themed tattoo. Wait, baseball themed Subway sandwich? No, it's like the Subway logo and it says series. EST 2022. Like, I'm so confused about all the tie-ins. So number one, let's just recap. They can get free sandwiches for life, but they have to go to Vegas, go to the block party. Only nine super fans can get the tattoo, but the size and the placement of the tattoo dictates how long the term is for them to get the free sandwiches. So basically, you get a two-inch square tattoo. It gets you free subs for one month. 
you get a three inch square tattoo on your shoulder blade, forearm, or calf. And that gets you free subs for a year. And if you want the one winner who's going to get free subs for life, you have to get a tattoo that's they're calling the foot long. And it's a 12 by 12 inch tattoo on your sternum or back. I thought you were going to say, but. I was like, oh my God, it's like half of each cheek is a, is a sandwich. <laughs> but I mean, I'm so confused, it's not a sandwich. No, it's like a logo. It's look at, look at this picture. Who came up with this? Did they, oh man, I, we have to call Terry. I wonder what she's thinking about this. This is so weird to me. Look at this. Let's see if you can see this logo. Let me pull this up. That's the logo. What? Like, what are they thinking? Why wouldn't they get like a super yummy sandwich? Right. I don't cool. know. Cause they could have like bigger art with the tomatoes and like, you know, whatever that would be way cooler, but that makes no sense. Like uh, you're right. A sandwich would make people talk. They'd be like, why do you have a foot long sandwich on your arm? <laughs> like they're going to now see this, like, no, like, they're gonna be like hey, man, this is my ticket to free sandwiches. <laughs> I would respect that. And I would respect if they could like, people could get creative and do their own tattoo. But anyways, that's not the case. Subway is going to offer the nine tattoos. Like during pick this- their toppings and yeah. like pick whatever they want. Yeah. That's like what a super fan. All right. So has this happened yet? Because I am so curious. I want to read about this. Did anyone get it? It's going on right now. And like, so how do they pick the winners? So like you have to show up to the event and stand in line and they're only letting nine people get the tattoos. And the first person to get the big tattoo, they win the one prize of free sandwiches for life. But like, are you the first people in line? Like, is there something you have to do? Like, how do they it pick people? beyond unclear, beyond unclear. So I don't know. Go to Vegas, attend the party. You have to be 21 and older. So Caden's out of luck, unfortunately. But I have to say for how confusing this stunt is, the headline reads really well. And it's gotten a ton of press just because of that. But it's, it's really when you get into the weeds of it that you're like, I'm missing a connection. I just don't get it at all. Mm-mm. I just have to tell everyone because I don't have a tattoo. Either does Melissa. And the last time we went to Nashville, we, Andrew and I were like begging Melissa to get a tattoo with us of serendipit on our butt cheek. And you know what? We were so close, but we didn't. Uh, You thought you were close. Like there was zero chance in hell. I love our (laughs) company. I love our company so much. I'm not tattooing it. If I won't even tattoo my kids' names, I'm not tattooing our first child which is there in a bit. Okay. Okay. What would you tattoo? Like a sandwich? No, I hate <laughs> sandwiches. Definitely not a sandwich because you hate sandwiches, but you did work at Togo's, so you couldn't get a Subway tattoo. You'd have to get a Togo's. Oh, yeah. No, I was a shift manager making five seventy five okay. an hour. Like, I was all up in that brand. Okay, let's move on from okay, Subway. And um, you know what? One. I have, how many do you have? Because I can tell you about my son because I love it. I have like a bunch. So hang on. Okay, do it at the end. okay. This one is so good. Leafly jumped on a trend with stranger things. So we all know that stranger things is everywhere these days. Like that Netflix show has taken over pop culture in a way that we haven't seen since Bridgerton, frankly, like everyone is talking about it. I have to admit, I haven't seen it. Oh my God. I was going to say, I have not seen it. Has it just come out this month? No, well, the new season has, but like it is, people are obsessed, Alexis. We have to watch it. We're clearly missing something. But 
one thing that fans are loving about the newest season is all the 80s nostalgia that of all these iconic brand placements that have been planted in the show. So they've shown things like Eggo waffles, Polaroid cameras, wall phones, KFC, Lazy Boy recliners, like Reese's Pieces, Three Musketeers, like old school packaging. Apparently, it's all over the season. So fans did see one brand that they didn't recognize in the newest season. And it was a cannabis brand called Purple Palm Tree Delight. And it was the first time that the show had had cannabis on it. And of course, it was a brand that people were like, what is this? Like, I've never heard of it. So the super fans did some major sleuthing to figure out where this brand existed, how they could buy it, all the things. And it doesn't exist. It's not a real brand. So Leafly, which in case you don't know, is the leading destination to learn about, find, and order cannabis. And we have a lot of cannabis clients, so we are super familiar with the platform. So Leafly sees this happening and they look at their traffic on their website and they're seeing people searching like crazy for Purple Palm Tree Delight, which doesn't exist. So within 48 hours, Lex, of that episode airing in the recent season, they turned around a super smart stunt. Like they have no formal partnership with the show, no connection, but they jumped in and they created a whole landing page for Purple Palm Tree Delight. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Brilliant. And they made up a whole backstory about how it's like an indica dominant hybrid, which like now has Soviet tinged backstory and references to like the CIA and mind manipulation and like all this crazy stuff. And it's so perfect because everyone's searching. So this pops up. They do make it clear that it's a fake product. But what they end up doing is if you keep scrolling on the page, they recommend existing strains and brands that actually exist that like have similar properties. So like they're actually promoting brands that like could be purple palm tree delight. I know how insanely smart is this? And they just probably captured so many people's information. That is brilliant. And And, oh my God, I love it. It is so good. Like, of course, like Stranger Things fans, like we already said, are just like talking about it everywhere. So they're talking about this. They're sharing it all over social media. And Leafly was smart. We have to just caution, like, since they didn't have a formal partnership, they didn't use any of the show's branding. They like were really careful to like not cross any like trademark lines. But this was so fun internally and externally because apparently a bunch of Leafly employees are like really big Stranger Things fans. So like it was good for internal morale too. That's awesome. And you know what's crazy? I actually got targeted last night by one of our clients, Item 9 Labs. Oh, and really? their whole influencer campaign. And they were just doing... We're running was, that campaign. You know that, right? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was awesome for the stress relief. Like with that girl, I felt like it was the coolest campaign. It's like this girl outdoors, like hiking and she's like has her pen and she's talking about how like this new strand that she's smoking is helping her like relieve stress and just explore the outdoors. And I love it. You know what? Pop culture is like bringing cannabis like front and center. I love and that's, it. That's the goal. Like Leafly has an intention to help destigmatize that the $30 billion cannabis industry, they want to push it more into the mainstream 
and normalize cannabis use. And I love this because anytime you can jump on pop culture with a mission like that, you do open up doors to more people who maybe didn't think that they would be interested in cannabis. I love it. You know what? If we could have a pop culture expert on our staff, that would be super cool. Like, cause you know, what's so great about these brands? Like if you jump on it, like quick, that's how you get all this publicity and how you can really capitalize on these trends. If you wait a week, if you wait two weeks, you're out. You have to be able to be like right on it. I would argue that our PR team are our pop culture experts. Like for example, that Airbnb OMG fund, like we saw it pop up and right away we developed an amazing campaign for Robbins Brothers and submitted them for the contest. And that ended up snowballing into the client saying, even if we don't win this, we want this to be one of our anchoring campaigns next year. I love so like, it. We're doing it, Lex. We're doing it. Yes, okay. I love it. Next one, Heineken. And just to be fair, this one actually launched in June, but I just saw it in July and it's still getting a lot of traction. So we're calling it July. Okay. Okay. So Heineken pulled a stunt that helped those of us who are struggling with the work-life blur that has occurred during the pandemic and continued into normal life, like the new normal, right? Like we work from home part of the time, if not all the time. And that makes it really hard to like turn off work mode and like focus on relaxing or family time or whatever. Heineken has created a solution to some of these problems. Their new campaign is around a product called The Closer. Hi, and welcome back. Heineken is launching something called The Closer. It's a beer opener that turns off all work apps when you open a Heineken with it. Uh, Everybody's talking about. <laughs> Actually, my computer's asleep. We're doing this. All right, here we go. The Closer is a Bluetooth-enabled device that closes your work applications when the user cracks open a beer. Oh my God, we need that. <laughs> hey, Wes, so everything would be shut off for you. <laughs> See, all the time. No, I'm just kidding. But like <laughs> beyond the device itself, which like you could only actually snag during a one hour window because it's a stunt. But beyond it, like this campaign included a hilarious film with comedian Billy Eichner and the video goes through all these scenarios where people are like caught working late and like missing out on fun or like some of them are like at a bar with like a fake Zoom background, like a virtual background. So their bosses know they're at a bar and they're like finishing a, a quick work project or email and getting yelled at by their boss. And then suddenly their friends hand them a Heineken. They open it with the closer. Their whole Internet goes out. The, everything shuts down and like they're in the fun. Brilliant. I like, love it. Wait, that's not even the best part. Okay, so I dove into this. Can yesterday. I create this for my family? Like as soon as I crack a beer, everyone just falls asleep. Alexis, that is freaking brilliant. What if we invent something when a mom opens a bottle of wine that cork pops out, everyone goes to sleep? I love it. <laughs> I like, I don't know if drugs are involved or hypnotism or like what, but like we got to invent this. It's the sound. It's the sound of that. And then that, they all just exactly. like, fall asleep. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, I played around with this. I loved it. So I got on the Heineken website and by the way, they've built an entire interactive portion of their website around this campaign that you have to go and check out. It's so much fun to interact with. Okay. And they actually have this contest as part of the campaign 
where they allow you to schedule a meeting and invite up to three friends to like your Zoom meeting. Okay. And once you schedule your meeting, you're entered into a grand prize drawing to win one of these closer devices and a lifetime supply of Heineken. That is awesome. Did you you put in our information to schedule a meeting? (laughs) So I started and then I like had to get on a call yesterday. So I'm going to have to go back and do it. So if you see a meeting pop up on your calendar, like don't be confused. You know, well, this stunt was, was really good. I think it's like, it's perfect. It fits in with like the white collar working customer base demo that they have and like addresses real problems they're facing. And I just, I love this kind of thing. It's kind of like when Tostitos did that Bluetooth enabled breathalyzer on the chips. Oh yeah. That was amazing. Yes. Okay. The next one, Alexis. There's a Swedish company called Peas of Heaven, and they are a plant-based meat brand. Following? Yeah. Okay. And they're asking people to exchange their homegrown peas for sausages. Stay with me. <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> basically, this entire stunt asks people to buy pea seeds, like packs of seeds from the company to grow their own peas and plant them. And then once they've grown the peas, people are urged to send these peas into peas of heaven in return for plant-based sausage. What? Mm, I know. I know. Is the sausage made out of peas? Yes. And like other things, but like, this is a weird one. I, I didn't love it, but I wanted to cover it because it's an example of not so great. So like the headline for caught my attention at first. Okay. Like it was plant-based meat brand offers customers a chance to grow their own sausages. And I was like, how do you grow a sausage? I don't know. <laughs> so I clicked. I clicked. And don't ask that question out loud. <laughs> how do you grow a sausage? So the grow your own sausage kit consists of pea seeds, instructions, and then a bag for you to send the peas that you've grown back. Customers can then choose what kind of veggie sausage they want. This campaign's running on social media. And Peas of Heaven says they want to change people's view on everyday food, what it consists of and how it's produced. And they say like really good sausages can be made from peas, not meat. But the process to like grow peas takes like 50 days. I was going to say, I tried to grow peas when I was in high school and all the deer would eat them and I never got any peas. But that just sounds like not a fun plan. And no, I just, yeah. Ground up peas. First of all, I hate peas. Second of all, I'm not a big sausage fan, but a good sausage is not made out of peas. I would agree with you. I don't often eat sausage, but when I do, it's meat-based. How much extra flavor and weird ingredients do you have to put in for it to taste like an actual sausage? That's what I always question. That just does not sound great. Peas of heaven, stick with your peas in heaven. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I agree. This one's not so great. Like, I think it's a stretch. Again, like I loved the headline because like grow my own sausage. Sure. I'll click on you. But like, it's confusing. I'm not going to grow my own peas and then mail them in for you to mail me a sausage. Like that's a lot. There's a lot going on there. And if you look at their Instagram, they posted this contest, like the most recent one about two weeks ago. The post only has 88 likes and three comments. And like one of those comments is from us yesterday. They're not doing a great job. And they have like 17.2 thousand followers on Instagram. So like that engagement's bad. The contest, I don't think is going over well. It didn't get a ton of press. Could be better. Could be better. Will not stick. Will not stick. All right. 
The next one, Pizza Pizza, the popular 55-year-old Canadian pizza chain with over 700 locations. Like, And just to be clear, I know Little Caesars in the US, it has the Pizza Pizza tagline. This is not Little Caesars. This is a company called Pizza Pizza. They're a big deal in Canada. And they offered a unique deal to customers who are sick of inflation. They're offering fixed rate pizza. Huh, okay. Uh-huh. And they're giving consumers the opportunity to lock in an extra large four topping pizza for $16.99 for up to one year with no price increases guaranteed. Wow, that's brilliant. We know all the top brands, like brands of all kinds, like food and otherwise, they're all struggling to deal with rising inflation. And they are trying to find a way to balance like how can they be profitable without raising prices for customers like too much? And this is a great solution, I think, right? Yeah. The campaign offers Canadians the opportunity to lock in this deal like via a special website. And customers can get this deal by just filling out a really short questionnaire. And you can definitely answer these questions. They're questions like, do you like pizza? And do you dislike inflation? Yes. Yes. And then you're pre-approved. You're pre-approved for your fixed rate pizza. Oh, okay. You're just, it's that easy. That easy. And this is like this campaign, Pizza Pizza says, is an extension of a bigger campaign they have going on called Everyone Deserves Pizza. And it plays into the notion that everyone has the right to delicious pizzas that suit their tastes, their price point, their delivery method and location. And the brand's VP of marketing said that this fixed rate pizza is the perfect demonstration of their willingness to ensure that everyone can have pizza. And this is fun. It stays, it's in line with their brand personality. Like I really like it. And it's easy to have a customer for life. That's brilliant. It's like easy to execute. There's not too much confusion. Why would they buy pizza from anyone else if they had fixed rate pizzas with pizza pizza? Eggs. I wish someone could do fixed rate chicken wings because chicken wing prices are through the flipping (laughs) roof right now. And you know, this girl loves a good buffalo wing. (laughs) How do you know? Have you noticed an increase in prices in chicken wings? People talk about it. Like, I can't say it. Uh, like, do you pay it, attention? Like, you're like, it, it, <laughs> I paid $7 more for my chicken. It hasn't stopped me from buying. But like, I know it's, a, I know like restaurant owners are like, chicken wing prices are so high. Actually, today, Alexis is National Chick- Chicken Finger Day. And I ordered Raising Cane's for the entire office. I love it. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, okay. don't tell this crew over here. They love raising canes. Uh, okay. They I'm excited for it all the time. Oh my gosh. It's my favorite. So, okay. The next one, Paps Blue Ribbon. They're always doing something crazy. Well, in July, they launched a 1,844 can pack of beer that you could buy in stores, but there were only 250 packs available in total. And it costs $849.99 per pack. Okay. Okay. The reason for 1,844 cans? Any idea? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's when it was started. That's a good, great job. That is the year that PBR was founded. And on top of selling more cans of PAPS than one should ever consume, the brand was also giving away $1,844 every day in July to help households that are feeling the pressure from costs of living increases. And 
They were giving away gas, specifically 1,844 gallons to two lucky winners, one time in July and one time in August. Oh, that's smart. I like it. It's interesting. Let me keep going. So this contest for the, the cash and the gas, like could be, you could enter online. That was pretty easy. Or you could scan a QR code at stores that carry PBR. And then to buy the giant case, like good luck to you because PBR was not really clear on like where exactly the limited edition packs would be. And they actually recommended that you tell your local store that you want them to carry the giant packs, but there's only 250 of them. It was confusing. And also, I just want to say, like, I'm a little confused about why they would sell. So like they have this whole campaign together where they're doing a giant pack of beer and then they're giving away cash to help with inflation and giving away gas because gas is so high. But like, who the hell is spending 850 bucks on a pack of beer right now? Like, aren't those weird messages? I was going to say, they're kind of disconnected. Like, I get it. If maybe it's like less per can, but like, who's investing in that quantity of beer right now? And also, I just don't think this is unique enough, mostly because like, Paps has done this a lot before. Like they they produced a 99 pack of beer and then they promoted like a truck bed size pack of like 1,776 beers. Like it's just not super original. So in my opinion, that makes it like a little boring as a consumer. Like I've seen it before. And as a marketer, I've seen it before. What do you think? Mm, conflicting messages. So go spend money, but we're also going to give you money and gas. I just don't get it like spend an exorbitant amount of money on an exorbitant amount of beer. (laughs) Yeah. But like, just to be fair, the Instagram post about this campaign from like just about a month ago has generated 50,618 likes and like nearly 1400 comments. So it's getting attention. So maybe it does. the People just are super fans of Pabst Blue Ribbon. I am not a fan, truthfully. Wes loves it. He, I feel like anytime he goes skiing, he's like, gotta have a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'm like, oh, it's like, to me, it's kind of worse than Coors Light is stinky. Oh, I can't have believe you ever had one. Just, I'm probably, but like, I have no actual memory or recollection. Like, I'm just not a beer girl, but like, I would never, I would never buy a, a pack of beer that big of any brand. Of any brand. I was gonna <laughs> but say, again, no. like, I'm not the demo. So that is okay. Okay. Yeah. Seems very contradictory. Okay. My last one. And then I'll leave room for you if you have one in your head. Okay. So the world's biggest coconut, would you go see it? Heck yeah. I love coconuts. Like as a roadside attraction, imagine you're just driving down the winding, isolated roads of Texas. It's flat. It's boring. A huge billboard pops up and entices you with the world's biggest coconut. Would you, Wait, would you deter? Would you deter from your route and go? Yeah, I would. But you okay. know what? I we'd be in Hawaii or something. Texas just sounds quite random. All right. All right. I didn't Let know me tell you. coconuts in Texas. But all right. <laughs> well, not naturally, but Vita Coco, the brand that we all love, the coconut water, they always pull crazy stunts. And this one from July was literally really big because they launched a colossal coconut pop-up stocked with icy cold beverages in the middle of a triple digit Texas heat wave last week. Great timing, right? Like perfect. So this stunt featured a three-story tall inflatable coconut and they're calling it the world's biggest. It's the world's biggest faux 
coconut. Oh, interesting. Okay. And so this stunt kicked off on Friday, July 22nd, and it ran through that entire weekend. So they produced like a family-friendly event in Texas. And this worked really well in Texas because everything's bigger in Texas, right? (laughs) Everything's bigger in Texas. (laughs) But also like this whole campaign just brings a lot of nostalgia. It plays off our love for like those weird, wacky American roadside attractions that like you said, you would pull over for. I for sure would. Like I love myself a random Instagram pic like that. But the main purpose of this stunt was to debut the brand's like first entrance into the juice category. So now we know Vita Coco is also launching juices. And in addition to the giant coconut, the weekend program also featured like local food vendors, family-friendly games, photo ops, like giveaways, and of course, tons of chilled Vita Coco drinks. Wow, I love it. I want to see this coconut. So Lex, what do you got for me? You have one. You've been thinking about it the whole time. I see it in your eyes. So have you heard of Mountain or MNTN? It's what's created by Ryan Reynolds, connected TV platform for dummies, basically. (laughs) Yes, I have heard of it. And what's crazy is Adweek's main editor, David Greiner, just left Adweek to go partner with Ryan Reynolds for like his new, he also is launching this like, academy or something crazy. Like I want to dive more into it for creatives. Something cool. Yeah. Maybe we need to be sent, you know, (laughs) that would not be a bad academy to be sent to Melissa. No, that would be Ryan Reynolds. (gasps) If Ryan Reynolds is there, like I'm not wearing my wedding ring. I'm not. Oh, yours is already off. Free (laughs) woman. I'm in Colorado free. Just kidding. Okay. Tell me about the mountain stunt. They wanted to promote how easy it is for like anyone to go on there and create this video and like launch basically your commercial to connected TV. So Ryan Reynolds partnered with Steve-O who is the, Oh, I did see this. Okay. He's like the, the main character in Jackass. The (laughs) goal was for Steve-O to promote his hot sauce. And do you know what his hot sauce is called? I assume like something Jackass related. Just take a wild guess. Steve-O's hot sauce. For your butthole. (laughs) (laughs) It's hot sauce. Did you hear my kids? Hot sauce for your butthole. (laughs) So the video is basically Ryan Reynolds challenging Steve-O to eat one of the hottest peppers basically in the world, what is called a Carolina Reaper. It's actually been measured at more than 2 million Scottsville heat units, which I don't know what that is. A long time ago, I watched this chicken wing challenge, which is hilarious, by the way. It's it's Will Ferrell basically like starting at the lowest heat unit for chicken wings and getting to the hottest. And he's just like, has to be serious. And he's just sweating. You have to watch the series. It is hilarious. But this video that Steve-O demos is like, it's a four minute long video of Steve-O like eating this pepper and Ryan Reynolds is just sitting there like watching him suffer. And he's like holding this glass of milk, like thinking like, should I give it to you? Should I give it to you? Should I give it to you? Like offering support. Hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds and welcome to my mountain television software demo stunt. Let's be clear. There's a full medical team. (laughs) Milk, milk, milk. That ad. 
I got it. When's it gonna melt out? About 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, how long's it been? You got ice cubes? Uh, I've never had an experience like that. Uh, uh, did I get the lines for you? You got the lines perfectly. I'm so sorry. It is hilarious and it just got so much attention. And, and like what you what you didn't mention is because I did watch it, I because I love Ryan Reynolds, is like Steve O was challenged with he had to explain the unique benefits, like the unique selling propositions of mountain while eating. He's like sweating and can barely talk and coughing and like trying to like say sentences about like why mountain is so great and how easy it is to use. Like <laughs> I know it's hilarious. It just got so much attention. It was covered like by ad week. And it's like, everyone is talking about it because they watch the full four minute video. And most people, as you know, like on connected TV, they're only watching like 30 seconds or Or less. Yeah. Or less. I mean, a minute's like unheard of, but people watch this entire video, which is awesome. So it just shows that like, this platform A is easy to use and B like will get people to watch your ads longer, which I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And the funny part is I guess Steve-O does really have a real hot sauce called hot sauce for your bundle. <laughs> I have this hot sauce right now that I like am addicted to. I've just been eating it every day. I could drink it. It's this like habanero buffalo sauce. I forget the name. I'll have to send it to you, but it is amazing. But it, you literally, I'm walking around going, <sighs> <laughs> it is so hot, but oh, I, I just, love it. For those of you who don't know, Alexis literally could drink hot sauce out of a straw. She does not order a single meal at any restaurant. Five star, five diamond, doesn't matter how famous the chef is. She will ask for a bottle of Cholula or Tabasco and the chef will be pissed. <laughs> the chef will be pissed. And for those special restaurants, I know the chef will be pissed. So I bring it in my purse. and Or you stash it in your friend's purse, whom you know you are always with. And then she proceeds to find many bottles of Tabasco in the most random of places. Yes. Actually, Melissa, you just inspired my next campaign that I'm going to cover. I'm going to cover good. Cholula or Sriracha because I am obsessed. Sriracha has done some crazy things lately. That'll be my girl. Get working on that. Let's record that one next week. I love it. All right. Well, that was a really fun one. Let me just real quick share a few of the outlets that I sourced these from, and I'm going to do these regularly. So I'm really excited, but ad age for sure. Ad week, marketing dive, the drum and campaign magazine. Those were among my favorites. I really tried to find a wide range of stunts. And there were so many more that I didn't include because they just didn't make the cut. I either needed it to be really good or really bad. And these are the ones. This was really fun, Melissa. Thank you everyone for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you prefer. And have an awesome week. Have a great week. See you soon. Bye. See you soon. Bye.